Is this mm-hmm. the most updated docket that we have? Uh, I mean, are you looking at the cold pizza party collab episode? I am not looking at that one. That oh, would be... I was not aware there was a different docket. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Idiots. Yeah, perhaps. I've never denied it. Okay. Yeah, we just we, you just started doing like the separate folders, and I'm not I'm not used to it yet. Yeah. So. I- Weird, weird. Well, as long as the guests know what we're doing. I think they were on the right docket. It was just me and Bo that were. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, Kelton, uh, you should put uh, the dockets in separate folders for the guests. Then we proceeded to just not fucking check them. Yeah. Remember when we used to go through this on Saturday nights to avoid this awkward confusion moment? Good times. Good times. Psychic Dolphin Garage. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Psychic Dolphin Garage. We appreciate you joining us and hope your day has been going well, or night, or early morning, don't don't quite know. Anyways, uh, I'm one of your co-hosts, Kelton, and joining me today is my good buddy, Zach. How's it going? Hey, it's going great over here in the garage. It's been rainy, it's been a wonderful weekend, um, here in the US at least, uh, and it is evening uh, for us. And morning for everybody else in the other countries that have started listening to us. Yeah, shout out uh, so, to the 21 listeners in Jordan. Uh, yes, wow. exactly. We're starting to get really popular in Jordan. Uh, we <laughs> Radicalize have... the people in the Middle East. Come on, <laughs> let's do it. Nothing bad can possibly happen. Yeah, that, that's definitely what people in Jordan need. A bunch, uh, a fucking bunch of Americans telling them what to do. Americans like, like Bo. No, yeah. nobody's hello there yes thank you for the introduction uh nobody has ever no americans have ever um you know bombed the middle east with uh, a whole shitload of uh of dumb unnecessary audio uh recordings uh nor have they done the same for eastern europe uh you know via radio free europe anyway uh this is a whole other fucking uh fucking tangent um we are also joined uh by the lovely folks from cold pizza party um uh, i don't know what order y'all want to introduce yourselves in so I'll leave it up to y'all. <laughs> Hi, I'm Adam. And I'm Lubitsa. I'm from Eastern Europe, so I can tell you all about it. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do, Bo? <laughs> <laughs> welcome, She's, welcome uh, to the podcast. I'm just saying, uh, the United States has a long and storied history of just broadcasting absolute horseshit oh, across yeah. the globe. Yeah. So. Absolutely. <laughs> well, she's a Macedonian, so you can thank her for Trump's election due to <laughs> Facebook <right>. posts. <laughs> I personally coordinated the teens in Vilas, though. <laughs> yeah. No, my uh, my uh, great aunt, who um, only types in caps lock, and I mean, I'm pretty sure she knows how to turn it off, but just doesn't, um, absolutely loves your work. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> well, shouts out to her. <laughs> yeah, we're we're very excited to you know be starting to to network with people. Um, we were on, of course, Cold Pizza Party's episode involving the Real Housewives of Dallas, which was fun <laughs> and uh, not at all uh, a mind torture for me. That I was going to say, fun, fun's from. a word for it. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. But that was a really uh, good uh, app. My dad really liked it. <laughs> oh, good, good. 
Excellent, excellent. Once again, we are cornering, yeah, cornering the dad market yeah. one at a time. We hey, look. Just make that solely for Adam's dad, and the torture you went through was explicitly for him. So, I mean, no. <laughs> if, uh, honestly, it. let's just do a full fucking like book club style episode by episode, episode by episode breakdown of fucking Real Housewives of Dallas, just for Adam's dad. Yeah. <laughs> That that's Honestly, called a Patreon tier, is what you're thinking of. <laughs> oh, yeah. the Adam's dad the, tier, the yeah. Single Patreon tier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, bi- big announcement about what we're doing, real quick. We are starting a quest to get to 100 iTunes reviews because we are falling pathetically behind, and uh, uh, it- it's just rather abysmal. There's only so many alt accounts we can make for ourselves <laughs> and leave reviews to look more authentic. So, we need mm-hmm. your help, and uh, we're gonna plan something for once we hit 100. No real idea quite exactly as to what that is. So if you guys also have some inspiration for it, go ahead and uh, let us know. In the meantime, of course, go ahead and hang out with us on the Discord. There's always fun shit happening there. Uh, We recently opened up a sports uh, uh, sub-channel. And we're all complaining about how we did in fantasy football this weekend. So It's it's the only channel I have on the uh, Discord that's muted. (laughs) <laughs> as well it should so i mean you know it but i would say though that uh if, if we are going to be talking about our hatred of sports we could easily transition that into a hatred of uh just whatever's on the tv and the battle for what everyone's b- trying to watch on the tv i think can be summarized as the streaming wars right I don't know. Uh, Bo, can can you add in some like weird 1940s uh, marching off to war <laughs> style music? Oh, there? like bad, like today in the news. Uh, yeah, yeah we've exactly. Retaken, yeah. <laughs> the streaming wars. <laughs> we've Disney retaken the shores of Hulu as our brave boys uh, on the fucking. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I don't that know. guy would say fucking. <laughs> <laughs> on the fucking. No, hey, listen, it's. The, 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 the standards for radio are much looser than you expected. <laughs> Fuck you if you think I'm gonna let it <laughs> yeah. Oh no, oh no. Um I'm I am i am I'm I'm streaming this via Twitch right now, so as long as I don't show my tits off, I'm fine. No. <laughs> yeah, so needless If I were to on say, YouTube I couldn't say heck. <laughs> the streaming wars are, are really heating up. Um and the the, everyone's kind of forming into the, the battle station. So in one corner, we have Disney+. Plus. In another, we have Netflix, uh, NBC, and Universal. And uh, I, I think Comcast is a subsidiary of that. Um, they've all uh, made their own, and they're calling it Peacock, which is... Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> good times. Good times. Good branding. And then Warner Brothers slash AT&T... They're going with HBO Max, and everyone's quickly trying very hard to gather up as many intellectual properties and put it on their streaming service because this is not at all a bubble. This will not at all pop, and the strategy is just to be the last person standing at the end of the day. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. by heating up, we mean literally dropping half a billion dollars on a licensing out TV shows that they think are oh, going to yeah. get them the most viewers. Yeah, that seems to be like the base price, which is fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, no, y'all, hey, fuck this podcast nonsense. Let's yeah. literally <laughs> just like 
let's do some bullshit spec script, sell it to uh, Netflix or Hulu or whoever, and just buy an island. You know, yeah. like I mean, I mean, your, uh, little St. James might be coming up soon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you guys know that Stephen King sells certain uh, short stories for a dollar, right? So we could just adapt that and be like, from the mind of Stephen King comes, <laughs> comes some absolute horseshit he wrote when he was super coked out back in the day. Yeah, exactly. Not at all yeah. picking up the scrawls in his Etch-A-Sketch trying to piece together <laughs> into Stephen a Stephen King once saw on a bathroom, on the inside <laughs> of a bathroom stall. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's all getting real bad. And so um, I know that some people may not care and they may think, oh, well, why is this a big deal? Again, it's a big deal when people are spending so much money on this. I mean, this is the media equivalent of a true arms race, and it has the, the spending budgets that would corroborate that sort of a storyline. The only reason my streaming yeah. is so big is because it's convenient. Like, it's com- it's more convenient to pay $10 a month to have someone to have someone create an app and to categorize all this all this data that they have all of the all of the entertainment options that are available to you and to pay someone else $80 a month to be able to send it straight to your cell phone wirelessly yeah I, I want you guys real quick um, I, I put a link in that shows everything that will be available on Disney plus yes the first day of operation um, I, I don't know if you all get a chance to open that real quick this is but. like the equivalent of like clicking on Goatsy, knowing it's Goatsy. <laughs> like I know nothing good is on the other side, but for whatever reason, I'm compelled to continue through. Yeah, you're you know you're like I don't want to see Goatsy, but I do think he might have colon cancer, and this is the only <laughs> way to figure this out. Yuck! To save yeah. this man. It takes like at least like five minutes to scroll through this whole list. Actually, <laughs> like, you yeah. just keep scrolling and scrolling. Yeah, this is so. uh. It, it, let, let's just run through not all of them because dear God, please. But no. let, yeah, let, let, let's just say that you know there's there's a fair amount. You know, ten things I hate about you, five hundred days of summer, of course Aladdin and all of the Avengers movies. You get some weird Fantasia stuff. Fantasia and Fantasia two thousand. Freaky Friday. Uh, hell yeah, the Cheetah Girls, both one and two. Let's not forget. That's important. You, know. you can't yeah. just watch one. <laughs> Yeah, goddamn, they really are hitting, like, a lot of millennial touchstones. This is like, a horrible a reminder of how many things that not. we like and are that are in, like, our repertoire of, of pop culture are just Disney. Well, like, it's a strong Disney. phrase. Well, the, uh, things that are in our <laughs> repertoire of pop culture that are all Disney-owned. Yeah. It's, True. Yeah. It's it's not good. I mean, and okay, what's most worse important- is... Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, no, no, go ahead. Uh what I have to say is very dumb, but most importantly, they have both Xenon Girl of the 21st Century and Xenon the Sequel, Zetus Lapidus, thank God. Otherwise, I would not subscribe, but now, obviously, I will be forking over my four ninety nine or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. and Yeah, no, I was originally just going to pirate all this, uh, whatever I needed, but, you know, I saw Doug's first movie was on there, and uh, <laughs> goddamn. If I can't watch Xenon Girl of the 21st Century at least once a month, I will kill myself, so... Same, yeah. Yeah, in a weird, weird story, don't ask me exactly how far I dug to figure this out, 
Uh, they are going to be releasing for the first time ever the complete Darkwing Duck series. Oh, wow. Because oh, if cool. you try to find copies of it, there's yep. about six to eight episodes that are missing for sure. <laughs> and so these are episodes that haven't been seen for, I don't know, a decade and a half. I, I don't know how long that show's exactly been off the air. Okay, but I thought too the long. point of this was that we were going to shit on it, but now you are selling me on it. <laughs> <laughs> fine, fine, fine. Okay, let's go back to shitting on it. Santa Claus 1, Santa Claus 2, Santa Claus 3. Um, uh, not hearing anything that turns me off so far, but yeah. okay. Are, no, 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 no. Are, are y'all really going to act like a, uh, a streaming series that gives you the Emperor's New School is not solid gold? <laughs> You're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's truly so much that you have the 1987 version of DuckTales and the 2017 remake of DuckTales. You know, it, it's it's circling in on itself. Where else am I going to see Gargoyles? I was mm-hmm. legitimately a fan of those. Oh, my God. Yeah. Gargoyles. Oh, Gargoyles kicks ass. Yeah. yeah. But, okay. No, I mean, honestly, like... We, we just need to revitalize piracy culture. Like, if yeah. if all these things are releasing on all these platforms that, I mean, like y'all were saying, Darkwing Duck had, in every release, you know, a handful of episodes missing, and also all the, uh, you know, European cuts where they say fuck missing, <laughs> um, you know, we just need to fucking fire up the old screen recorder, OBS, or whatever you want to use, you know, just spend a good afternoon binging all this, taking it all down, putting it in files, and then uh, upload it to your favorite torrent site, maybe. Uh, you know, do I, something like that. I think yeah, piracy, yeah, too, is, uh, piracy is anti-colonial. Every immigrant <laughs> I know just pirates whatever they want. Fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also, Adam said it a second ago, but I mean, they really, everything we've mentioned that we're, we're like, oh, okay, I'm kind of joking, but actually, like, I really low-key do want to watch Xenon. Um, <laughs> is that like they're really capitalizing on this like n- millennial it seems like particularly because I think we're starting to move into that phase of our lives where I don't think most of us have spending money but we're supposed to um, yeah and so they're kind we're of, not telling them that we don't yeah <laughs> <laughs> but they're kind of capitalizing on this millennial nostalgia it seems like I mean so many of these things as we're scrolling down the list it's like oh wow like lizzie mcguire yep i used to watch that in between like after school between you know like lacrosse practice or whatever you know like so Mm -hmm. it's like i don't know it's amazing that they feel like they they think that i'm going to watch lizzie mcguire over my anti-capitalist youtube shows that i watch <laughs> yo yo yo. also also i mean worth mentioning the fucking simpsons is on here yeah, like, yeah. This, yeah. this is a big mention. a big get yeah uh That's but also gin xer just right there just busted a yeah uh anyway <laughs> the um, one Simpsons smart guy. sucks smart guys on here yeah <laughs> i was but too the- excited not to interrupt you sorry <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird oh cool um but uh yeah all i'm saying is all of this is also available you know either either touring it or uh you know fucking a lot of this is on dvd yeah yeah god forbid you buy a physical copy and own it forever you know yeah um, <laughs> yeah, some of these old shows are probably at your library on DVD. Actually. Yeah, that too. Yeah, nah, that that would that would be mind blowing if library started their own streaming service. <laughs> That'd be cool as hell. You can no, there is um, one. Yeah, with there is like audio books for sure. I know. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's I, I was just thinking about the actual content itself. That that would be 
fascinating. That'd be badass. You pay like ten dollars a month, like the library collaboration, and they all just like upload their own stuff to to different servers for people to like. That they basically just have like a server dedicated in their library to like torrenting. There is like a mm. free thing called Canopy with a K. It's uh, if you have a library card, you can sign up and watch, you know, PBS documentaries and Criterion Collection movies and classic cinema movies too. Indie films. Nice. Sounds like uh, Bo's uh, Bo's uh, cup of tea. Sounds hey, like Bo's dating profile is what it sounds nah. like. <laughs> I've got the same uh, wave file of trash humpers I've had since high school. Uh, you know, that's that's the only cinema I need. All right. <laughs> Yeah, in the news recently, uh, Disney CEO Bob Iger believed if Steve Jobs was still alive, that they would have sought a merger with Apple. So, well, this isn't the first time I've said it, but thank fucking God he's not. <laughs> yes, this is providing even more encouragement for why all CEOs need to die. Hypothetically, yeah. haha. Hypothetically, satire. and why yeah, we can jokes. never let that Epstein dream come to fruition of like billionaires <laughs> living forever. <laughs> oh yeah. God, yeah. <laughs> nothing, God. nothing can possibly go wrong. the The issue, though, that bugs me is that it's not just Disney. You know, um, people are now again going across the aisle, and they're also pirating, so to speak, from other intellectual properties. Like Netflix bought Seinfeld from Hulu yeah. for $500 million. And mm-hmm. uh, the NBC bought The Office from themselves for $500 million. <laughs> Which... I mean- yeah, this is like so stupid, but it also really makes me think about like you were you were kind of joking and saying like, oh, this isn't a bubble, haha, or whatever. But like, you know, I mean, just think about the industry that surrounds this. Like, you know, everything from the people who have to actually like maintain the databases and build the apps and whatever to like the lawyers that are like working through these deals and like negotiating from NBC like to selling like the office to itself and shit like that like there's so much wrapped up in this like so many jobs that like actually if this bubble does burst i think it could like legitimately cause a serious at least a worrying problem oh yeah well i mean consider also on top of of course all the infrastructural stuff you uh you know mentioned the fact that netflix and uh you know other services are trying to put out you know a new original fucking monthly basically right you know Remember like, when Netflix originals were actually something to get excited about and not realize oh yeah, that it's some German thing that gets dubbed over? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Shout out to The Dark. It's a fantastic show. It it's is. like nihilist stranger <laughs> things. So God. they need to start doing more like low budget um detective with a weird personality disorder shows <laughs> adam oh, and i yeah. have been watching monk and then we ran out of monk episodes yes. so we started watching psych and that's why adam yes <laughs> wait actually thank you so much for reminding me that uh happy uh wait is season two out yet yes yeah, season two is out yeah okay okay i gotta watch I, all right well um yeah They've already canceled Happy. That's how long ago season two came. <laughs> they fucking canceled Tuka and Birdie. Speak. I mean, this is a whole other fucking tangent. But they canceled Tuka and Birdie, and fuck Netflix for that. I mean, yeah, I still again, give them money every because, month, but still. Yeah, 
I mean, I I just have you know my own Netflix hookup. So uh, once they get pissed off and take that moral high ground stand, then I will shit on Netflix. Well, so 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 that is. Um, I mean, we we touched briefly on this, and not to bounce around too much, but we did uh, talk about how like, oh, how the fuck are millennials supposed to afford you know six or seven streaming services? Uh, it's because we we build our friend groups around like, okay, Dave's the guy who's got Hulu and HBO. Yeah. Um, you know, Sharon's stealing her mom's Netflix account and sharing it with us, so that's all cool. Listen, are you really a real millennial if you're not basing your polycule off of what subscription services you guys are members of? Come on. Well, and and see, that strategy works until things get ugly, until Comcast starts throttling Netflix and uh, uh, and Disney Plus, or until uh, AT and T decides that oh well, you know. Peacock and Hulu aren't going to work for them uh, on, on theirs or until Apple decides that, well, they're just not going to support apps for any other streaming service. Like when, yeah. when stuff gets that ugly, that's when the polycule breaks down. And um, well, we, that's when the streaming wars get real and we, we yeah. actually have to like go to war for our take up arms. Against, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because, I mean, they, they've already, streaming has already absolutely fucked writers and creators to where now they're getting basically no residuals. Um, they're now operating off of a point system uh, based on just like what uh, their initial paycheck is, which is more upfront, which is nice, I guess, temporarily. But then it depends on how many awards they get and then how much viewership drops uh, will directly affect how much they get in the future, which to people who may think, oh, well, I mean, they, they get paid plenty anyway. I mean, not every show is going to be The Office or The Simpsons or uh, Seinfeld. It's There's a lot of mid-tier things where writers do depend on residuals from eight different shows to then help them out as then they're working on new projects and yeah. stuff like that. And, 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 or, and I mean, think about how people, how people get so wrapped up in like the music industry and how uh labels are taking money taking royalties from all these people and how streaming services are are <laughs> destroying the royalties that artists get for the music that they've made that's basically the same thing that's happening to writers and to animators and to anybody that's involved in television or you know uh moving uh moving pictures in general yeah and and it's just not as talked about because we haven't had a crisis over it yet yeah true i mean and that's not to say that you know every pitch on in every tv show on these streaming services is going to be gold okay i I mean like a lot of it's going to be garbage did y'all see what the pitch was for the saved by the bell reboot or not reboot Uh, but the continuation series it looks uh, so that's good. Like, I don't know which <laughs> okay. one of those is worse. Here, let, let me let me read it to you. Okay, you let's take it. Let's take joke, it line man. by line. Okay, the new straight-to-series comedy explores what happens when California Governor Zach Morris gets into hot water for closing too many low-income high schools and proposes Ooh. the affected students be sent to the highest-performing schools in the state, including Bayside High. The inf- it, the influx of new students gives the overprivileged Bayside kids a much-needed and hilarious dose of reality. 
I mean, honestly, like that sounds terrible to begin with. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. You know what I, I love about Saved by the Bell? The issue of low-income high schools getting yeah. Shut I, down. I, I really loved all the all the politics in the original. I mean, not to sound like some Gamergate dipshit, but I really loved the uh, the like you know sad political reality of the original Saved by the Bell. <laughs> um, no, what? I I mean my my initial takeaway was yeah we should reboot this so that in the first episode um, whatever fucking dumb screech equivalent they come up with for uh, for the reboot or the continuation or whatever um, just flosses in the first episode <laughs> and then immediately viewership drops like the show gets canceled right then and there. Yeah, no. The first thirty, the first minute of the show needs to be flossing, Fortnite, and a Vaping. Stranger Things reference. All the, all the stuff high school kids love these days. Yeah, th- we're acting like that's not going to be a thing. I mean, it, it's going <laughs> to be like the Full House reboot, where everyone watches it for the first season, and then we're like, "Oh, this is why. This is why we don't watch it anymore." Mm-hmm. So, is this though? Yeah. Is this a bit you guys made up? Like, is this the real? Is this the real? No, thing no, the it, it's the real thing. It's it's the real pitch. Oh I, we God. thought for sure you just made it up. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> no. The docket, in, was, in a just world, it would be made up. But <laughs> yeah, when we were looking at the docket, I was like, oh, okay, I guess this is like a little skit they made up or whatever. No, no, no. Cool. This this is not like Kelton's like improv homework coming to fucking <laughs> Psychic Dolphin Garage. This is just the fucking cartoon world we live in. My God. Yeah. yeah, I I'm so sorry for y'all thinking that I was uh, even that level of talented to come <laughs> up with that. Um, but yeah, so I mean, like when people are throwing money at uh, relaunches or you know reimaginings or whatever you want to call it of old IP, and then they're buying new or uh, they're buying existing IP for five hundred or six hundred or an undisclosed close to a billion dollars amount. You know, it's it's insanity. It's it's thinking about the the only way that people are going to, you know, even have this be feasible is the fact that we're going to suddenly have AT&T prices go up a little bit or, oh, well, you know, uh, certain cable packages are going to fall apart now Um, and licensing. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like a bubble, right? Like, I, you know, like people are, they're just like speculating and like wildly throwing money and like overvaluing things. Like um, in one of these articles, they were talking about how like, yeah, they spent like 500 million to acquire Seinfeld. But um, outside of America and like Latin America, it doesn't really have much of a base because like it's very specific to like the time and cultural moment and it does just like doesn't translate well outside of the US. And it's like, so why the fuck would you spend so much money to buy it? Like that really is a gamble, but if you are in this kind of like feeling of like, oh, this is a new market and like there's so much money to be made here, let's just like take a gamble. I mean, that's that's what you do and that's like how bubbles get created, you know? Like yeah, because yeah, because America through... uh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Bo forgot what he's gonna say. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, we were like cross talking. I, yeah, I, I was just I was, gonna I was, say. No, sorry. <laughs> God damn it, Bo! Idiot. Just go. 
I'm no, just saying. Yeah. America's the only country that has money and in an ever expanding in an ever expanding system of capitalism that you need to generate more profit and you need to continually expand. Like America's the only place you can do that. There's no reason why we should make our service cheaper and expand it to other countries or create the infrastructure that doesn't exist in other countries for something like, you know, gigabit inter- internet for everybody. I think because she's that's talking just, about the cultural impact of Seinfeld just isn't important yeah. to someone in Paraguay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I was no. Stop say. being a, a goddamn nerd for a second and start thinking about <laughs> like the actual jokes. That goddamn it. <laughs> also, generally speaking, like country, like a, a, as far as like you know, of course, like America's like rapidly decaying in a lot of like really fucked up, interesting ways. Um, yeah. But you know, all things considered, it's at least ostensibly a country that has its shit together in some regards. What? But like. <laughs> Yeah, right? Well, so literally every, like, every other country that's, like, comparable in terms of, like, anything, I guess, economic development, however you want to say it, like, has way better internet. Yeah. So. That's true. Yeah. Did anybody, uh. Yeah. Did anybody see Girl Meets World, the Boy Meets World reboot? Absolutely not. Oh, no. It's so bad, it'll make you hate the original. I think it's a good argument that these, uh, what did you say, like franchises? These, oh, these intellectual properties should just yeah. be available to everybody. Because mm-hmm. random people on YouTube could make a better version than. Oh my the god, okay. They sank a bunch of money into. Yeah. The way that we, the way that we have, um, uh, not licensing, um, I can't think of the office that does when you apply for a patent, the patent Patents. office. Yeah. 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 Patents only last yeah. like X amount of years. Like <laughs> intellectual, intellectual properties of entertainment media should only last like X amount of years. And then at that point, it's just like, here, here are the files. Here you go. That, yeah. There, right there now go. it's, it's life plus 70 years, right? So if you make something when you're 20, it's not going to be in the public domain for over a century. Jesus. Yeah, that's some fucked up shit. <laughs> well, especially yeah. with how quickly we move through all, you know, we move through media as a as a culture in America specifically and worldwide, like how fast all of the information can, you know, Netflix can release something in every country in the world, like, and and all the money that that is made off of these intellectual properties isn't going to the writers. Yeah, we already yeah. have like a. a new model to move to which is the like patreon model i mean the media will change we won't have tv shows the same way but it's time to just let these dinosaurs die no it should be free (laughs) i mean we need to support silence nationalize nationalize the streaming services no go back going back to the library thing like yeah fucking like make it ours you know yeah like i know these people obviously like need to be supported which is obviously why we get rid of capitalism but like you know it's like who can afford like again who can afford to pay for every we watch a ton of tv you and i Mm -hmm. who can afford to pay for every single tv show we watch if we had to pay for monk we never would have rewatched it yeah but think about all the joy it gave us (laughs) (laughs) yeah I, i do think it would be interesting to uh go into the idea of if libraries were to act as uh, quasi-streaming services or catalogs of content. And then maybe, just maybe, the the United States were to do something as a first step similar to what uh, Canada does with a uh, stipend 
for the arts because mm. you know that that seems like a, I mean, a good and normal thing to the, do. Uh, New Deal, right? Like we supported artists in a bunch. Yeah, of but ways. I mean that that was you know. But then we realized that that was communist and the look fact, the CIA so, you know, the CIA well, giving so Jackson Pollock LSD that. and cash is not <laughs> yeah. supporting the arts. Dude, actually, yeah. Disney would have like if we hadn't like they got to um, animate a bunch of shorts of like telling people to like. I don't know, join the army and, like, do whatever. And, like, at that point, they had spent so much money on, like, Snow White and uh, whatever, like, their second thing was, that, like, they, or maybe it was just Snow White, that, like, they were basically, like, not able to, like, they, they weren't financially functional, basically. And without yeah. that infusion of cash from the U.S. government, Disney wouldn't be in a position to today fucking dom all of us, you know? It's, it's ridiculous. Or whatever. Yeah, we no. also wouldn't have the Karl Marx anime without states funding, so. <laughs> God. <laughs> it really makes you think about the plus and negative side of uh, <laughs> sponsoring the arts, huh? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, with some... Yeah. <laughs> Help sponsor the arts. That way, then we can get another check notes. Disney. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we uh, are all here to discuss, right? How much we love Disney and we want Disney to be our <laughs> the, uh, patron savior. You know, I don't know about y'all. Patreon but, uh, savior. Thank yeah. you. Once, uh, <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but once November rolls around next year, uh, you know, I've already made up my mind uh, for Elizabeth Warren because she's the one who's going to bring uh, Disney's take on the Karl Marx anime to the United States. And I honestly just can't wait. She has a plan for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the most grating phrases. That is the yeah. I'm not like the other girls yes. of political statements. Oh God. <laughs> yes. God. I, I cannot. I absolutely cannot stand. I, I guess I guess the real question is, you know, uh, do we know, for example, if Ed Buck contributed to Elizabeth Warren's political campaign? Could've. I mean, that's a solid question, considering how much he donated to Democratic, you know, campaigns and PACs and whatever. Probably some money, you know, all money is green, right? So some money probably got <laughs> at, at minimum mink co-mingled into like funds given to her. Mm-hmm. He actually meant to donate it to Native Lands, but uh, it went to her campaign instead. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, I guess for people who don't aren't on a first-name basis with totally normal dudes doing totally normal things, uh, <laughs> Ed Buck is a, uh, a high-profile Democratic donor who allegedly, I guess we have to say for legal purposes, yeah. um is a complete and thorough monster who uh, forcibly overdosed three individuals in his apartment. Well, so you can say the, legally speaking, you can say the complete and total monster thing without libel. It's the allegedly overdosed part. That's okay, the legal gotcha, part. Gotcha, so yes, yes. The Ed Buck is a complete and total monster. No qualifiers. Yeah. And unrelated allegedly, to that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unrelated to that. People. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. Also, what, uh, fucking, yeah, sue me, dude. I'm in Texas. <laughs> you can't touch me. That's how that works, right? Uh, yeah. No, this is disgusting. Yeah. Like. It's super horrifying. Uh, 
partially because when you like actually read into the deep like so he finally got arrested even though we've like known about this guy for a couple years now yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and then when you like read into the details you think oh okay so this man's gonna be charged at least with one murder finally Mm then it's like no, it's because he was, like, running a drug den. Um, so, you know, like, the max is five years. And it just feels like this is another example where we have a really rich, powerful white guy, of course. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're having this uh, same situation as with, like, Epstein, where you're being told, like, oh, don't believe your lying eyes. You know, like, it's sort of like, yeah, we all know that there's something like way worse happening here, but instead oh, we yeah. have to pretend like, oh well, who knows? Allegedly, anyone, uh, you know, we need to investigate more. Uh, we don't know exactly what happened. Blah blah blah. And it's like, no, we all know what happened. We've known for years. Come on, yeah, fucking do something about it. Yeah, but- the insistence by, uh, you know, the ruling like the ruling uh, class and the media class that, you know, oh, no, this is just some some weirdo guy. This is not evidence of any broader problem or issue. <laughs> He's a this lone wolf billionaire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, this this isn't, uh, you know, one more fucking uh, just pile of bodies uh, that's evidence that, you know, fucking Eyes Wide Shut was essentially a documentary. <laughs> you know? I mean, and if people get a chance to look at him, I think we can all expect in about 10 to 15 years Glenn Howerton from It's Always Sunny <laughs> to do an Oscar-winning performance as this man. Uh, oh, yeah. Have you yeah, guys seen totally. what he looks like? Yeah, he's pretty uh, Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, he, he just... It, it's one of those things where I'm like, ah, man, there's going to be some... That. There's going to be some movie made about him and it's going to be like, I can't believe that this happened. Anyways, uh, give, give me, give me a, an Oscar. One of them shiny mm-hmm. golden statues. Mm. I mean, I think mm. it's also worth mentioning that there seems to be like a clear mo here, right? Like, it's not just that there were like three men that overdosed. They're gay men. They're black men. They're men at risk. One of them had a diary where he specifically talks about like how I don't know how I got addicted to drugs, but Ed Buck is to blame, and I'm like addicted to the worst one. He got me addicted to crack. You know, like. There's like oh, it's thoroughly exploitative. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like this is a pattern. Like in any other situation, like it it would be used essentially to establish that this man is like serially committing a crime here. Okay, but have we considered that maybe the police are trying to you know ignore the fact that these people are black and gay because they don't want to succumb to identity politics? You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that must be it. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, it, it is crazy though how it can make the headlines where one billionaire uh kills three people and even if it's a blip just for a little bit, you know, uh mm-hmm. it kind of moves on and then we're like, "Oh yeah, no, this is this is the the big story about billionaires killing people." Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, let, let's not focus at all on Purdue Pharmaceuticals whatsoever. Uh, let, well, yeah. Let's ignore yes. what's going on with those yeah. people, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> did you all, did you see that they tried to illegally wire one billion dollars? Okay, uh, <laughs> yeah. for 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 <laughs> our listeners that. at home who don't understand exactly what money is, that is two <laughs> Big Bang theories worth of money that <laughs> 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 they tried to uh, uh, illegally wire overseas. And then 
they got caught and then they were like, oh, we're filing for chapter 11. And people were like, ah, okay, well, I mean, we can finally get an audit going. And then it comes out that uh, certain employees, names not yet specified, are going to still keep $34 million in uh, golden umbrella uh, or golden parachute style. <laughs> well, uh, why shouldn't it. they? They worked really, yeah. really hard to get Obviously. a bunch of poor people yeah. addicted to the point where they overdosed and fucking died. That's yeah. that's just being good at your job. The hand yeah, of the free no. market isn't invisible. The hand of the free market is the owners of Purdue Pharma. <laughs> yeah, this is totally like uh, to 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 you know humanize this story a little bit because uh, you know we definitely could use that. It's basically like. Uh, you know, you, you get your car declined at a restaurant and, you know, absolutely just, you know, hands and knees beg the manager to just, you know, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, you know, my uh, I'm all out of money. My, you know, everything's going wrong. And then you fucking uh, walk out with a thousand dollar bill that you had somebody holding for you. Like, it's it's just so fucking Scrooge McDuck crazy evil that uh, it, it just it blows my mind. And they're also like touting this settlement and saying like, oh, well, you know, they're, they're uh, relinquishing ownership of the company and they're providing $3 billion and, you know, that'll get dispersed, obviously, in various ways. So that sounds like a big <laughs> settlement until you learn that conservatively their estimated net worth is $14 billion. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, this is nothing. I mean, I don't know. Do you care about giving away like three dollars if you have fourteen dollars in your pocket? Like- yeah. No. Actually, yeah. That's a good point. I mean, like, I, I I need to revise my metaphor because it's not like you like had a nice dinner and we're supposed to pay a lot of money. It's more like you're walking out on paying for a fucking like McDouble or something. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like, a McDouble. A McDouble. Yes, just the one. <laughs> a couple uh, a year or two ago, I made a spreadsheet converting uh, billionaires wealth into transformers movies so for 14 billion (laughs) you could produce uh 70 transformers movies and just give it to us for free we can just all go watch it for free just the people's transformers movies yeah yeah so they could produce 30 transformers movies and still be some of the richest people on earth jesus fucking christ yeah i mean what what movies are the most expensive right that have been yeah that's why i used it yeah so yeah. we could just all see Transformers movies free for like probably you know until we're like until you and I retire. That <laughs> yeah, that's seen the first one. Nationalize the Transformers movies. Can you imagine going up to the the relatives of the victims who uh, overdosed tragically from these opioids in this massive epidemic and being like, "Well, if it's any consolation, <laughs> we have thirty Transformers movies that are going to get made now." So don't you worry. Generations of children will go without ever knowing a world in which they have to pay for a Transformers movie. Yeah, the night twelve. It's it's really a devil's barking is what happens. Uh, I mean, I know it, it just seems to me that when we have giant news stories like this occurring and taking place, it always falls in the back seat you know it it always some for whatever reason we get sidetracked with ridiculous sorts of things and things that i think are flashing the pan um and you know i i I do wonder about this but then this week specifically i think that 
maybe the the matrix that we all live in the simulation glitched a little too hard because now apparently aliens are real and um we're just supposed to be totally cool with that you know uh i and that's going to be the thing that distracts us. Like, oh, yeah, this will calm down their existential sense of dread. The idea of uh, the Navy confirming UFOs. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> it's so great, too, that it's such like a minor thing relative to just the constant stream of just garbage that's happening. That's like, oh, yeah, yeah, the, the Navy offhandedly is like, yeah, UFOs are real. Don't fucking talk about it. Um you know, of course, the same uh, the same week as the, uh, the Area Fifty One meme finally coming to uh, <laughs> to its uh, you know weak climax, but yeah, the, vi- the video that came out that then got shared by none other than Blink One Eighty Two's Tom DeLonge. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, I knew how that sentence was ending, and still, it just hit me like a fucking truck. It's <laughs> just, it's just absolutely insane. The whole UFO like scene is very weird because you have like Tom DeLonge and then you have Harry Reid and then like one of like the leading uh, outer space type people also owns a, a line of hotel chains and you're just like what is happening? How are these people's lives so interconnected? Because then the Navy said that the video that got released was real but it shouldn't have been released and um. They're uh, they're they're not UFOs. They're UAPs, which stands for something else. But they're goddamn UFOs for all I care. You know? <laughs> Doesn't it make you love Tom DeLonge though? Like, if I were rich, this is what I would want to. This is what I hope I would spend my money on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Instead of to, running you know, WikiLeaks, we wish that Jul- Julian Assange ran, uh, you know, UFO leaks. Yeah, not like uh, Bill and Melinda Gates, who spent billions of dollars trying to convince people that charter schools are the way to go, ruined the school systems across the country, and then recently came out and admitted, oh yeah, we were wrong, sorry yeah, about that. Yeah, they paid Rancorp to do an audit of their like experiment where they pumped like $700 million into a few school districts across the country, and like... You know, and they, of course, they implemented like high stakes testing and all this stuff that was supposed to be cutting edge. And then like Rancorp, which, you know, is not like a progressive organization or something, (laughs) came back and was like, oh, yeah, actually, this was like a total failure. And we should probably have been doing what educators say all along. (laughs) So it's like hilarious to see what actually like most rich people spend their money on. Well, it's not just hilarious. It's also like deeply detrimental because while they were doing their experiment, of course, a bunch of other people were like, Oh, we should probably implement high stakes testing too. This is like, and meanwhile, Tom DeLonge with one hundredth of the money is making real progress. (laughs) Yeah. On the alien issue. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You, you can't convince me that uh, Bill Gates hasn't found a way to get high off of the, uh, the uh, fucking malaria vaccine. <laughs> and so that that's his real reason for getting into this but i mean tom delong that's that just screams true passion project you know absolutely like, yeah it's it's just gonna get really sad when he starts to blame ufos on why the blink 182 plane crashed like that, that's gonna be when things get real sad for all of us you know no I it's mean, true there are more advanced species and they shot it down because pop punk fucking sucks uh <laughs> and they they they're punishing humanity for creating such such trash you know yeah 
The fact that Blink-182 is on tour with Lil Wayne right now just really makes me want to be a fly on the wall of that tour bus and try and figure out what the fuck those conversations are like. All I can imagine is Lil Wayne just, like, sitting on, like, one of the, like, you know how, like, you always see, like, the interiors of those kind of, like, big buses where it's, like, you know, there's, like, a couple, like, little benches and maybe a table or whatever. It's just Lil Wayne sitting on one of the benches just texting the whole fucking time, like... (laughs) You know, somebody will say, like, hey, man, you know, me and the guys are, like, you know, gonna you know, hang out and have some beers or something. You want to come with? And he's like, oh, no, I'm busy. And then just goes back to fucking just just totally checking out. Just no, he is no, here. Okay. He's here to make a dollar and nothing else. No, Tom DeLonge is absolutely talking Lil Wayne's ear off about aliens. And Lil Wayne is just <laughs> nervously looking at the uh, full bottle of Robitussin that's yeah. just barely out of reach. <laughs> Wondering if he has one space. last ride in him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you guys seen the Action Bronson show where they just watch ancient aliens? Holy shit, no, but it's that sounds so, right up my alley. It's, it's so, so good, good, I won't even shit on Vice anymore. Yeah. <laughs> wow. wow. It's really good. Emmy. It's really, really good. Man. They, uh, green screen it behind them. It's it's beautiful. It's yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, like they're on a couch, like getting stoned and like ordering Uber Eats. <laughs> And then behind them, it's like green screened what they're actually watching. And it's like that guy, what's his name? Like Georgia, Georgia with like the crazy hair and stuff. Like it's incredible. Yeah. Not, not to, not to jump uh, too far back, you know, make too much of a psyche dolphin uh, garage deep cut. But earlier our conversation about streaming, who the fuck needs to stream anything anymore when you can just watch people get high and watch them watch things. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, fucking yeah. Media has peaked. That's it. Yeah, it's everything like now fun. is just MST3K just repeated in on it. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's, it's not going to be fun. Um, one of the reasons, though, I wanted to mention the UFOs in general was that uh, while I was listening to y'all's uh, latest episode about another life, <laughs> which, by the way, shout out to y'all for uh, actually liking another life, made me feel uh, less insane trying to defend <laughs> cool. it to other people. So um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a fantastic sci-fi series, and I refuse to hear any criticism for it whatsoever. Obviously, we um, agree. <laughs> <laughs> um but what what y'all were talking about uh, about how uh, in the the series essentially first contact isn't necessarily an inherently good thing and yeah. and that's the thing that always freaks me out about aliens is that we're assuming that these are benevolent and they have a sense of morality that we view as inherently good instead of you know a possible equally likely scenario that being a non-carbon based life form could really mess with their sense of what's important and what's not. And that would be their value system. And so, I mean, anytime a uh, wildly advanced, technologically advanced species or society runs into a less advanced one, usually the less advanced one gets plundered for resources. And so uh, can't wait for that to happen. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, everything you're saying, but also like, just think about the anxiety you feel when you're like going to go hang out and you find out like, oh, there's going to be a couple of people there you don't know. And then like, you know, magnify that by a million for when you have to like meet a new species. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, that's going to be some major social anxiety-inducing <laughs> bullshit, okay? Guess what? Joke's on them. We're already plundering our own resources. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't take it from also, them. Also, I'm going to show up drunk and make a scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to drink way too much. <laughs> yep. Everyone's going to be Re- comfortable. It, it's really going to be channel. a pull-up in an Uber uh, with my cargo shorts loaded down with Four Locos kind of evening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I See, I was going the exact opposite way. I was going to say, like, you know, have six Manhattans and then get dragged out of the restaurant and uh, <laughs> drive while then complaining about how your husband doesn't fuck you enough anymore. So, you know, <laughs> very different vibes all, all together here. Um, but the the thing that bothers me, I guess, about how, how fast we're going through resources, other than the fact that, you know, haha neener neener to all the aliens um what is just the fact that it seems like now tech giants and other corporations are are joining this whole climate strike type deal Mm. and they're they're the second that you know your allies are like people like shell or exxon or even companies like microsoft you know it kind of makes you wonder like okay well how revolutionary is this movement in reality you know yeah i mean uh you know fucking i could see in the next you know five ten years maybe we have the equivalent of like totally sanitized corporatized pride parades where it's like raytheon presents the climate uh you know aren't we there saving yeah Aren't we there? Like, I mean, we yeah. Have... I mean, we basically are, but like, I'm saying full on, like, hey, we are causing the problem. But also, our product is is colored green. I say this as if it's you know a far off future thing. It's not. I'm never mind. I'm just gonna edit this whole bit out. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, no. I, I mean, like, I, I do understand what you're saying though. Is that you know that if the actual person. Uh, it's like having cops at Pride, for yeah. example. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that, that, that then to have like the Shell climate change awareness float go by, and you're like, I don't think that this is good. Or how politicians are like, well, we're going to work with these private companies and figure out what they think the cap on their carbon emissions should be. It's like, yeah. no, motherfuckers, what the <laughs> hell? What what is happening here? You know, if there's one thing that we learned from the Bill and Melinda Gates education initiative, it's that the rich people don't know what the fuck is good for them. <laughs> yes. No, yeah, they it's, absolutely don't. No, it's, well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, and this has been expressed a million times all across the internet. But if I were a rich person, I would be buying fancy cheese, classic video games, and cool cars. I wouldn't be buying political clout to make things worse for everyone else on the planet. <laughs> if I was know? a really rich person, I wouldn't buy cool cars. I would buy an entire transit system for the city and then just have my own car attached to everything oh my god like everybody else gets on their car (laughs) and then i get on my own car okay yeah that's great (laughs) like like i'm like chaotic evil i guess is that is that fair Mm. I'm twisted. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> well, yeah, you think these... we live in a society now? Oh, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, in a bunch of the articles that were talking about the climate justice march, you know, they'd be like, oh, it's so cool. A bunch of teens came out. And then they would also pivot to being like, and Amazon employees and Google, like 800 Google employees, 1300 Amazon employees are also supporting the strike. And it's like, 
okay, like, fuck off. I don't, I don't know why this, like, I don't know why I'm supposed to be, like, am I supposed to be impressed? Am I supposed to feel that these corporations have solidarity with me? Like, Jeff Bezos came out and said that they're committing to reducing emissions by, I don't know, whatever, 80% or whatever, by 2024, you know? Yeah. And it's like, uh, yeah, I don't trust Bezos. I don't give a shit. Like, I want, like, the government to do something about it. I want to, like, make this a law and, like, regulate. I'm not asking for voluntary acts of solidarity or support by multi-billion dollar corporations, right? This is like the Sacklers giving, you know, three billion when they're worth minimum 14 billion and who knows how many billions they wired into like Swiss funds ahead of time, you know? Yeah. It's like, fuck yeah. off, I want real action. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. This is- I mean, the fact that they can even do that in the first place, that, you know, real like... Hey, you know what? Yeah, fine. You got us. Oh, I guess we'll finally face consequences. Meanwhile, there's, you know, zillions of fucking dollars sitting on God knows where. It's like, cool. Nothing has changed. Great. This is the difference between the Bernie and Warren climate plans, too, Uh. right? He wants to nationalize stuff. She's like, I don't think that's necessary, right? And normal people like us, was it Calton who was saying... It makes them suspicious that these companies are even joining the climate march, right? Yeah. That's a normal person reaction. Yeah. But the Warren professional managerial class base, they... We can use nudges and uh, positive reinforcement and Incentives. We're going to incentivize companies to be more green. They, they'll read that article and be like, oh, look, the Google employ- Google sent their employees out here. That's great. Google's with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm with Google. I guess it just depends whether you think like capital capitalism is like redeemable or just uh, you know oppressive anti-human system. Yeah. Well, I mean that's that's the real uh, sick part of um, you know of like the logic of these people is that they don't even just think capitalism is redeemable. They think capitalism is like the answer to it. Yeah. You know, yeah. in a sense. And uh, I mean, there's a there's a whole bunch of fucking ink that's been spilled on that whole concept, but. Uh, like i mean it, it we've given we've given this system its chance it's had it's had a good you know a good couple of centuries it's been to, a good run capitalism yeah it, it's 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 really been uh been failing upward for about you know fucking uh, you know plus or minus 200 years now i think maybe we should try something else <laughs> I'm just picturing the scene from Mice and Men, you know, just like, well, George, I got some good news and bad news. <laughs> I'm fucking standing behind the Monopoly guy with a shotgun. He's like, tell me about the dollars again, Bo. <laughs> <laughs> tell me about Boardwalk Street, please. <laughs> oh, man. And, some, you know, and the thing that's even worse than the fact that corporations are like forcing themselves into the movements that are questionably, you know, grassroots at this point is that this is also ignoring outright like third world issues with climate change. The, Mm. the, the, how horrible it is that we're not, that we're not even, we haven't even begun to consider the breadth of, damages that will be done to human lives outside of our own country outside of like houston sinking into the ocean at some point like oh no i mean yeah you're absolutely right i mean even even barring our own like you know physical weather maladies or you know all that kind of stuff 
a lot of this issue, or a lot of, like, you know, climate issues are framed in terms of uh, climate refugees, of course, uh, in terms of people leaving their countries and, um, you know, leaving uh, more equatorial uh, parts of the world uh, in, 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 you know, in search of places that aren't being absolutely fucking just demolished by uh, an increasingly more volatile climate. Um, and of course, as people uh, in the places they're being moved to, that's how it's going to be framed. But consider the people who can't get out, you know, mm. like the people who can't uh, pick up and move as fucking terrible and harsh as that is. You can just sell your, stuck. you can just sell your, you can just sell your property. <laughs> yeah. Take yeah. the Ben Shapiro approach and uh, sell your underwater home uh, to, to then move to, to fucking Kansas bidder. or something. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> There's to a, the highest elevated bidder. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it a, really is a, a fucked system because, I mean, in New York, they're already just abandoning the idea of even doing any uh, repairs or uh, construction work in areas that they've already accepted as beyond the, the seawall area, essentially, which is yep. dystopian in and of itself. But then... <clears throat> At least uh, to give people ahead as to where we're at in the the Houston area, uh, Houston suffering all this climate change and uh, the effects therein of it. There are eleven active systems as of right now that people are having to keep track of and try and figure out. Like, oh, are they going to develop? Are they going to hit us? Or are they, thank God, going to hit some other poor country? You know, um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's insanity to then think like oh well everything is totally fine we don't need to fix anything you know so a few months ago there was this really cool article in popula i think it's called uh somebody pretended to be a rich person trying to buy property in miami Mm -hmm. so she went down there and just met with a bunch of real estate agents and saw the fanciest properties there and every single real estate agent was like Oh yeah, I, I know climate change is a problem, but like they're gonna fix it. It's not gonna be a problem. They're gonna solve it with engineering and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Underground <laughs> right cities. <laughs> Underground <laughs> cities. <laughs> I just I can't, the what you say. That's how they said it. That's how they said it. They pointed yeah. out that yeah. there was this initiative to install pumps to drain sidewalks. But they don't drain the roads. They only drain the sidewalks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and, and this is precisely the problem. Yeah, it, it's that, you know, they they have this vision of the future where things are going to be chugging along just well enough to continue making money off of, you know, off of real estate or off of whatever industry they happen to be vampirizing at the time. You know, but when... You know, I mean, as as Kelton was saying, we've got eleven fucking systems developing right now off the, uh, you know, off the east coast of the U.S. and in the Caribbean, and I mean, look at like the way the Bahamas were fucking devastated, and I mean, you know, I'm not saying this is going to happen necessarily, but if this continues to get worse, as it is probably going to, you know, you could have fucking three different Katrinas all in one, uh, all in one month. I mean, can you imagine the absolute non-readiness we have for that? Like, holy shit. It's just so. the film The Perfect Storm that's about to happen. Like, I, I, I had nightmares <laughs> about that film as a child and the waves, like, cresting <laughs> over these boats and how massive they were. Which was yeah. only further fed by, like, the Left Behind series and, like, when the sea turns to blood and the wave, like, the waves come inland and crush everybody and 
it was all horrifying. So <laughs> it, it's about to happen real time, and you know, I'm absolutely uh, terrified. <laughs> yep. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, there's just, there's. What, what are you gonna? When it's suddenly no longer profitable, to when, when people, even though we've been saying it for years, when people suddenly realize, when these companies realize that it's no longer profitable to ignore climate change, it will be too late to stop the damages that are going to occur from climate change. Hmm. And uh. You know, yeah. I mean, it's too late now. Fucking everybody, everybody. All right, here's my recommendation: read Desert. Uh, fucking, I don't know. Don't get too used to uh, air conditioning. <laughs> those are <laughs> those are my takes. <laughs> go go camping once a month just to kind of prepare yourself. Just just in case, just yeah. in case things get weird. All of those yeah. all of those apocalypse like the apocalypse preppers, the, the doomsday preppers. Like suddenly they don't seem so crazy, do they? <laughs> is doomsday prepping praxis or is it just actually rich people like being like almost mask off about how well the rich people are going to survive because we have the material resources to create these shelters in which we're going to survive the oncoming uh you, you know environmental collapse and apocalypse that's going to occur and yeah. really it's better because we're the smart ones and those normies are the dumb ones yeah well so this is almost something we we skated across the top of last week with the whole post Malone thing but oh yeah you know yeah. i mean you do have like prepper types but a lot of you know preppers are prepping less for you know surviving long term in a uh, in a non connected non uh i don't even know uh non infrastructural world i guess would be i'm sure there's somebody smarter who has a better way to say that uh, but essentially th- that like ostensibly that's what they're, what's, that's what they're, you know, quote unquote preparing for what they're actually preparing for is their imagination of a fucking walking dead, but also race war kind of situation. It's fucking dumb. Uh, which I think, you know, uh, a, a lot of shit is spoken about those kind of crazy asshole preppers as it should be because they are crazy assholes as i said Mm -hmm. but uh i think developing a culture of preparedness uh from a leftist standpoint could be uh really good in terms of community support in terms of disaster relief in terms of hey you know if the power's out for a week and nobody knows where to get food what do we do you know, yeah. do we do we leave it up to the people who have <clears throat> a bunch of MREs in their basement and more guns than you know anybody else on the block, or do we leave it up to everyone? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think the key word of what you said there is like community, right? Like, yeah, you know, it's absolutely demented to think that you're going to be able to like survive as an individual or a family or whatever, like. You know, there's going to be massive problems if we do have, like, a large, you know, global kind of extinction phenomenon happening. And you're not going to be able to overcome those with, like, you know, your family and the uh, other, I don't know, however many, like, even a hundred rich, I don't know how many billionaires there are, but, like, however many billionaires families exist, especially when none of you are, like, have any concept of doing like manual labor you know (laughs) 
Oh, for sure, yeah. I mean, like, as, as much as the Fallout games are fantasy sci-fi or, you know, they're, they're not exactly the most nitty-gritty science fiction out there, um, but literally every single one of the vaults, uh, for those who are not familiar with the uh, games, basically, um, before a nuclear apocalypse, a bunch of uh, upper middle class and rich people signed up to be sequestered in underground bunkers, and every single one of these bunkers uh, just turned into an absolute shit show basically before the bombs were even done dropping they turned um, into they either socially collapsed or they physically collapsed like wow. full-on cannibal donner party time yeah um yeah like to think that you know just because oh i have you know zillions of dollars of capital i mean if you want to have your special rich person bunker mansion like you're still probably going to have people who are either you know, running the day-to-days for you, and those people are going to be upset pretty quickly. Like, hey, let's fucking unionize. And by unionize, I mean literally eat the rich. Or you're <laughs> going to have your security forces, who are probably chuds to begin with, um, you know, take the take the helm and uh, turn it into just like a bad Mad Max movie. Yeah, you know? I mean, in that staff situation, literally the least important person is the billionaire, especially once you've, like, you're in the bunker and you've been saved from the apocalypse, then, yeah. you know, what What does your currency mean now? Like, Yeah, off. like, if, if I'm not paying rent, uh, or if, if I don't have to pay rent, like, the dude telling me to uh, do nothing, uh, or the dude telling me to do everything for him while he's doing nothing yeah. is immediately the first person I'm going to tell to go fuck himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plus, you had to work for that guy before, like, beforehand. Come on, you already hate that Exactly, guy. there's already <laughs> ill will there. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess, I guess the, the, the summation of this whole segment would be, um, you know... Central planning all... won't fix, uh, won't fix climate collapse, and we yes. should all, uh, we should all, uh, uh, Oh, sorry. Um, no, no. Uh, we should all invest in football pads and uh, hair gel so we can look like <laughs> properly, you know, post-apocalyptic once everything goes to shit. Yeah. Just get yeah. mohawks and spikes and everything and really look cool. Yeah. I mean, I, what's the – I'm trying to remember exactly what the phrase is, you know. Succeed. Well, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to think, though, like maybe the centrist position among all of this, if we're asking for bread and roses and they're asking for bread and circuses, is uh, just some, you know, real, you know, rose parade type stuff, you know, my that guns might and roses. Right. <laughs> the rose. <laughs> Ro- rose <laughs> water for my. Yes. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That sounds. I'm so sorry for laughing at a sports joke, but. <laughs> It's see, see, this is how you get reeled in one joke at a time. Then Listen, it becomes I'm ironically a, no. following all of this. And no, then... no, 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 no. I, I'm going to continue to uh, hold my firmly uh, pro dork uh, stance that I hold. All right, that's pretty solid. Yeah. So, uh, what's next, y'all? Bernie Sanders wants to. Uh, well, well, not we only gotta have a, eat we the gotta rich. have a transition of some kind. No, oh. what's next, y'all? Is the transition in like an existential sense? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. um, nothing. There is only the void after this. This is the one chance we get, so we might as well, cool, like, cool, like cool, I said, good. central planning won't save us. We might as well secede uh, from the United States and form our own communes. 
yeah. cooperative yeah, living yeah. uh cooperative living is the only way to to protect ourselves and the rest of the world by disassembling the federal government of the united states one community at a time all right that's cool i i lay claim to uh colorado springs because my commune uh, will have the nukes. How about that? Just in case. We'll have the I'm nukes. all for this, you know, real high idealism point, but try explaining to the white nationalists in Oregon how uh, we're going to respect each other's spaces. It gets a lot easier when, you know, you can just obliterate them. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, Bernie's tweeting has been... I'm not sure if he has uh, hired one of the gravel kids. But uh, but his tweeting is is starting to is starting to separate him from Elizabeth Warren, and I know that I keep saying that Elizabeth Warren is probably the Democrat choice at this point. And she was a Republican until she was forty, for Christ's sake. Joe Biden. Anyway, okay, Joe Biden that's is what just up makes there. her the perfect Democratic candidate. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. I Galaxy really brain. Fuck me running. <laughs> that's why she makes the perfect candidate. No, like she, Joe Biden's just up there for Kamala Harris and and Elizabeth Warren to fucking like doink on mm-hmm. and bernie sanders is really starting to separate himself you know he's got eliminate medical debt we need rent control uh you know he's really he's really going all in on on like he did the last election cycle he's really going in on uh on doubling down into dim sock positions um, yeah hopefully you know, it still, works this time he's still a reformist but but and he also has like this the crazy he has the craziest like demographic of people that want to vote for him. Um, as far as people that I know personally who are like, you know, more libertarian, still like, like, like identify as independent voters, um, but don't recognize, you know, that the political spectrum uh, is nothing. It, it does not actually uh, exist in the way that they themselves perceive the political spectrum. And uh, so one of the coolest things that he's done lately is talk about how he wants to end, uh, you know, credit scores, basically. Uh, He he didn't quite say he didn't quite say, fuck those tankies in China and their social score bullshit. We're going to eliminate (laughs) the American public credit registry or the American credit score industry. But he did want to create a secure public credit registry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Shit, yeah. Like, which okay. is still, which is still, you know, market, uh, which is still a market function. It's still goofy bullshit. I mean, sure. Yeah. But also, like, it's better than what we've got now. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm personally, um, just taking, uh, like, shitty payday loans, uh, from everywhere. Like, literally, I'll tour across the country and sign up for them and then just, you know, forget about them. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to get my, I'm trying to get my, uh, credit score to exactly 420. Uh, and then, um, it's I don't not know. that hard, though, Oh, no, trust me. I haven't, I haven't been trying that hard. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, like, you know, I, I, of course, like it is all just palliative uh, reformation of uh, a system that is killing us and everyone. Uh, but I mean, shit, it's better than nothing. I mean, I think yeah. if this was like a reform that he proposed by itself, I would be like maybe a little more where you're at. But I think that as a chaser to the like, let's cancel medical debt it's a really good idea and it's like really robust thinking. And it's one of the things that makes me really like him because he 
addresses a problem from so many different angles and he's not like waiting for problems to arise and then we'll you know hope and like Kamala Harris style like in 10 years that we'll be finally able to like pass a minor you know reform or solution to help people to like come out ahead of it like this is I think really what still you know yeah maybe he's not like the number one most like radical leftist in America but for a guy running for president it's like extremely impressive you know (laughs) yeah oh it's huge yeah yeah his his exact line is that medical debt would be excluded from credit scores so not only does he want medicare for all does he want to cancel medical debt he also wants to make sure that credit companies cannot ding you for your medical debt and that your credit scores can't be used like for housing jobs and something else i forget health insurance health insurance or just insurance just insurance coverage yeah so it's like that's pretty freaking awesome you know i mean that would yeah. change a lot of people's yeah. lives that's well, honestly it's, it's the kind of thing sorry i'm surprised that libertarians don't support something like this like the idea of like a like a secure centralized system that uses like algorithms that we all know what they do and how they operate that is used to then that is used by other financial institutions to generate like a you know a price uh a, a like a price range for covering you Mm-hmm. makes much more sense than allowing companies to create their own incentive you know incentivized systems or or algorithms that they use like because they've obviously in the past uh, past abused things like this yeah. in order to generate profit for themselves and so it, 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 as long as like, like uh, th- this is uh, sorry um you know, this is something that seems stupidly simple, especially <laughs> when you yeah. frame it as like, yeah, this will eliminate cronyism. Most libertarians yeah. are just so incoherent. I don't think there's. What's <laughs> the thing? They're they're they're, they're totally against. Uh, you know, I mean, even you know, God bless, not to not to talk shit on a friend of the show. Uh, but uh, you know, I was listening to the 15 million flowers episode. Also, go listen to that. It's very good <laughs> with the uh, guy from um, you know uh, libertarian memes for neoliberal teens or whatever the fucking uh, that's yeah, that's the name of his is. Facebook page. Our yes, big, our buddy Sam. I listen. I I, 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 I know people by their handles. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> my 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 point is like yeah, totally, and he like he's one of the good ones, yeah. which. Do not take that out of context. But, um, like, libertarians are totally like, oh, yeah, this specific kind of hierarchy sucks. Uh, This specific kind of hierarchy just being, like, you know, for 90% of them, it's, like, fucking just Obama. It it begins and ends at Obama. Um, But every other kind of hierarchy is great, you know. Um, It's... It's just real sick how how many people are like, oh, no, 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 yeah, every other form of oppression is great. Uh, it's just when the government does it, it's bad. Yeah, and it's also, like, really fucked up to be boxed out of a job where a lot of times, you know, it's jobs where you supposedly have, like, financial responsibilities, probably, like, working for a bank, like, um, which, you know, it's funny because banks, obviously, are, like, fucking crooks and criminals. But, Absolutely. You know, yeah. it's like you have some kind of financial responsibility and they do a background check and they look at your credit score and they decide, oh, you're not good with money or finances or whatever, so you can't have a job. And it's like, yeah, I had 
uh, medical debt and now I can't get a job to pay it off. And also like that has nothing to do with even like, I mean, personal responsibility is like one of the dumbest concepts in American politics, but this doesn't even have anything to do with personal responsibility in a lot of cases. You're just ruining people's lives for not being rich and not being healthy. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's exactly the thing too. It's of course, like, all these, uh, all these, you know, structural fixes would would go a long way to fixing things. But at the end of the day, it's like a cultural sickness of like, oh, yeah. you know, uh, in, in a lot of people's minds, you're only poor because one day you bad. just decided, to, yeah, one day you just decided to start smoking crack out of nowhere, <laughs> yeah. and that's the only way people are poor ever. Yeah, well, I'm know, exaggerating, of course. When but, we know that I mean, Ed shit. Buck is, in fact, personally getting people <laughs> yeah. addicted to crack. I, I, I just want to say, if the free market was real, then the only way to determine whether or not something was beneficial to society or whether people wanted it is not through a monetary system that can be easily manipulated by people with more money. It is to provide the necessities of life for everybody and then make it so that they don't need a job to pay them, but they can choose where they go work. And the things that people choose to do the most will be the things that do happen. That's the only free market that would exist, that could ever exist. No, so, I mean, that's a really good point because, like, you know, obviously, like, free market, you know, types are living in a fantasy land because, I mean, just because even with a basic no understanding of, yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> with, with just a basic understanding of, of history and just, you know, the way things are generally, like, you know, the market's as free as you want to fucking claim it is, but at the end of the day, like, some goods are just, you know, so fucking inelastic that, like, you know, I'm going to be buying food at the end of the day no matter what. I'm going to be having to pay for housing. I'm not going to just live outside and, you know, I'm not going to live outside because it's cheaper. Yeah, um, what, what makes capitalism capitalism, like, markets existed before capitalism. They've always existed. We had the Silk Road and everything. Yeah, exactly. What makes it capitalism is the market imperative. You have to enter yeah. the market. Everything goes through the market. You don't have the option yeah. to just live outside of it. Yeah, and that gets into their whole mindset of like, oh, well, obviously this is the way it should be because this is the way it fucking works. And also, there's no, obviously, no, there's no freedom if there's an imperative. Right? Yeah, I yeah. Mean. We don't live well, in a world yeah. anymore. Where yeah, you yeah that cannot be freedom. overstated enough. Yeah. <laughs> and also, the critique of like commune style living where it's like, oh, people are lazy. It's like, if you have to eat, you're going to be out in the fucking field working those potatoes okay you're gonna be out there like at night talking to them being like i hope you grew up so big and yummy fucking like hand watering each one because that's your fucking food like yeah. people don't not work under you know people they're, they're don't gonna need what they need yeah, yeah you're gonna work for what you need you work under capitalism to get what you need you don't always have the opportunity to do so and that's the issue yeah. and also conversely uh like you know fucking people what's wrong with being lazy you know, if yeah. your work is done and like you're provided for, fucking, I'm gonna, I'm, you know, I'm gonna kick my goddamn feet up. Like I earned it. Yeah, I you mean, know? we're only uh, on this life. I mean, on this planet, a short amount of time. You know, I think it's so insane this idea that like we should be hustling all the time or like girl boss. You know, like it's like no, God, like, yeah. relax, like chill the fuck out because there's not that much time really. You know, spend it. Yeah, fucking drink a beer, read a yeah, book, like, like you know, go get just to hang out. Fucking kids. <laughs> yeah, you didn't actually earn anything until you have until your net worth is like a million dollars or more. Then you've can say that you've like earned something right yeah and if you just happen to be born in that million dollars well 
<laughs> fucking fine. You know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jesus. no, but um yeah, the, I guess the argument I, I, yeah, of yeah. putting up with uh, your millionaire relatives is being emotional labor. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could, we could, I'm sure, all go on our own fucking full episode length uh, anti-capitalist rants. Yeah. I'm gonna start reading <laughs> whole books from the anarchist library here for episodes, fucking, like instead no, of I actually. I swear to God, saying, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking do a whole ass reading of Caliban and the Witch right fucking now. Like, <laughs> fuck the enclosures, uh, fuck capitalism. You know, it's, it's all, it's all shit. Just, just put it on Twitch, woods. please. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, get that engagement. <laughs> so I, I still gotta, I, like I said, at the end of the day, I still gotta buy food. So, well, I mean, wh- where are you gonna go to buy that food, Bo? <laughs> McDonald's. Really? I mean, how are you I, going to incentivize someone to create a place for you to go buy food at? No, Bo? no, no. I know no. what this transition's about. Yeah, I'm gonna go to. Where am I gonna buy food, Kelton? I mean, <laughs> apparently not Cuba, right? Because, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna the, go to the, the Cuban grocery store because I don't have to make decisions for myself that way. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like there, there's been a lot of discourse in, la- in the last couple days, and I'm sure there will be more uh, before this episode comes out. <laughs> but basically, the unanimous thing—I mean, not even from like specifically leftist—and uh, I, I mean, you know, mainly millennials because that's who I'm mainly uh, friends with and shit on the internet. But uh, just people in general that I've seen are like, oh, yeah, this this fucking rules. Like, we love Trader Joe's. We love No Frills, uh, you know, for our, uh, you know, Canadian listeners. Um, and I'm sure there are other brands and, you know, stores that are like this. But, like, fuck yeah. I mean, I just want to, like, pick up a fucking, you know, a, a, a bag of chips and just hit the road. Yeah, you know? I know this is going to blow Benny's mind, but... You know, I would give up every brand of paper towels and be willing to, to never see that sexy, sexy brawny man again if it means that I don't have to deal with another fucking Coke brother ruining your goddamn democracy. <laughs> Jesus. Actually, in Cuba, all the paper towel brands are sexy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I cook a lot and I do get kind of snooty about like, oh, we get, you know, this brand of canned beans because it tastes better. Uh, but what if they were just all the best? I I mean, but I mean, for a lot of staples, I do. I am just like, oh, what's the you know which store are we at? Buy the Kroger brand, buy the H E B brand. I don't give a shit. It's just we're pretty. You know, it's just canned we're tomatoes. We're pretty snooty about our stuff too. But normally, we're looking at the ingredients list to just see what has the least ingredients. Yeah, I mean, well, one of the reasons I actually like shopping at Aldi, which is like, oh, it's a discount store, whatever. But it's like they on all of their like Aldi brand products like they don't use any artificial um, like coloring for example so like, yeah. the pickles are colored with like turmeric to get that pickle color you know and it's like I will pay like a premium price for that but it's awesome when I can go to a store and it's like this is the pickle brand and there's no bullshit in the goddamn pickles yeah. to make them yellow <laughs> you know like yeah. If, yeah. if every can of tomatoes will like no, this is literally just a can of tomatoes. There's nothing else in here. Yeah, That's they're non-GMO. Enjoy. I'd be like, all right, I'm very good with just this brand of tomatoes. Mm-hmm. That would be that would be an ideal world, one that we do not live in. <laughs> in Aldi, though, we do. <laughs> <laughs> I I wish we had a Trader Joe's that was closer to us because they do have Trader Joe's. Feels like it's supposed to be as expensive as whole foods but a lot of stuff they have is surprisingly cheap dude yeah yeah. 
Yeah, they, they put off a very, like, uh, rich, older, liberal uh, relative vibe of, like... Or, or like, or like a very like farmers markety kind of vibe almost. I don't know. The uh, white family from Get Out definitely shops at Trader Joe's. Kind of <laughs> precisely. Vibe. Thank you for yeah. That's 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 exactly what it put it. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, despite that, I mean, you know, they got two buck Chuck, so they're uh, definitely enabling me. Did you guys see those um, IHOP? Adam's family cross promotional drinks. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> was, Those were so weird. It was just so funny to see them like floating around in my timeline at the same time as these photos of the Cuban grocery store because it's like, <laughs> okay, like, oh, look at socialism. And they're like these beautifully organized shelves. They're actually, they look like kind of like a Warhol print. You know, it's actually like very pleasing to the eye. And then mm-hmm. <laughs> by contrast, you have this IHOP monstrosity that is supposed to be an Adam's family hot chocolate or whatever but it just looks like Grimace took like a shit in a mug and IHOP was like can we buy that off you? I think our customers would definitely drink that <laughs> yeah well it's and like, that's the thing too like it's like capitalism cannot deliver the most basic fucking shit like we can't I know we don't have health care but can we at least get hot chocolate drinks that look like the pictures on the menu. <laughs> yeah, like like food culture in general, but also like Halloween menus and like Easter menus, like like holiday holiday menu stuff. We don't have holiday like we have holiday food in America, we have like, you know, a turkey. But we don't have like holiday food the same way that other food <laughs> cultures have like holiday food that they eat. Mm. Mm. In the Which, sense that it, our food is barely edible. Or, um, wait, wait. Are, are you saying that uh, me fucking um, getting absolutely rip shit and eating 50 McChickens every 4th of July is not holiday food? <laughs> That's the American dream, man. Absolutely, yeah. Um, no, but yeah, like, as, as like, to, to expand off of both y'all's points, not even getting into the things that are successful but still just kind of suck think of all the things that are produced and then just tank um you know and end up being waste because just you know that's sometimes how the market goes uh new cola or new coca-cola yeah new coke i mean you know what did they do with all the new coke that was just sitting in stores i mean you can only have that shit on clearance for so long and then it's just like probably just leaching into our water supply slowly yeah 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 no they re-released it for the stranger things Uh. (laughs) no there's barrels of new coke somewhere out in the uh out in the nevada desert uh in like a cave just that's probably why all of the pipes are like corroding and there's like lead leaching into everyone's waters they dump that <laughs> it's just coke. a bunch of new coke going through our systems yeah jesus yeah shit we I, really do live in a society huh y'all yeah yeah i mean it really ties into the idea of a fallout future you know instead of new coke we get nuke coke you know? <laughs> oh, you cola. Sh- shut absolutely the fuck up how dare you listen listen I'm, I'm not well like versed this. Not well versed in uh, these things, but you know, um, I I, oh. I get distracted well, uh, too hey, easily. Uh, Kelton, just just parrot exactly what I'm saying right now. All right, uh, New Vegas is the best. All the rest are okay. I just, enjoy every game, but New Vegas. Gotcha. This is okay, not well, the time to be a goddamn no, centrist, right. Kelton. You need to take a stand for what you believe. <laughs> no, if y'all are fucking spinning off into a sports podcast, I'm making a goddamn video games podcast in in. 
gamer solidarity. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Stripping well, the podcast away from me in light of these takes. I, I completely understand. So man we're this, just, this is, basically what's gonna happen is we're gonna be streaming five days a week and we're all gonna be having our own individual stream and then like sniping <laughs> each other <laughs> sniping each other's streams from our own streams like making not even gonna horrible, talk to each like, other anymore remarks on gonna... top of just fucking with one another yeah this yeah. is this is this is the free market at work it's already it's already <laughs> fucking pitting us against one another <laughs> I think I think that's a that's as good a spot as any to uh, try and wrap things up because this has been a hell of an episode, everyone. <laughs> Fuck you, Kelton. <laughs> I'll kiss you square on the lips. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> Always happy for us to be recording in separate locations for reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Googling your address right now. <laughs> Yeah, As I tell every listener, it's 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, Washington, D.C. <laughs> I will be right there up to the front door. In, and my Uber's pulling up. All right. Later. <laughs> yeah, th- this, is, this has been uh, uh, quite a long one. So th- thank you all so much for joining us. On here. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having us. It's fun. Of course, yeah. of course. This is the this is the lovely part where uh, y'all get to do plugs. So tell us, uh, wh- what's going on in y'all's world? Uh, well, we make a podcast about leftist politics and trashy TV. As you guys probably heard, some of the things we've covered recently are the Dallas, uh, the Real Housewives of Dallas, along with uh, the guys of the pod here. And then we also talked about Another Life recently. We've also discussed um, conspiracy theories so if like the uh, alien discussion piqued your interest you can always check yeah. out our app on ancient yes. aliens we also yes. talked about the DSA clapping thing and so far nobody's got mad at us yeah, so good, if you get good. mad come, come listen to our podcast <laughs> yeah we also did a bit on that and uh, I, I, I'm sure we've been blocked by several people <laughs> yeah no I, I I feel like that discourse should have generated us more uh, more more uh, negative attention, which God knows I thrive off negative attention. Um, you guys so clearly I'm, I'm haven't gonna... seen the people who've blocked the podcast. But... <laughs> well, no, I'm I'm just gonna come out and say it now. Um, whatever you think about uh, the DSA and clapping, not even together, but just as separate concepts. Whatever you think, you're wrong, and I have the opposite opinion, which makes me right. Um, so uh, write me a letter. Like a physical letter, please. I would love to. Uh, I'd love to just get a whole bunch of letters. Thanks. Or leave us a voicemail. Yeah, oh, yeah. We yes. would have had a voicemail segment, but uh, none of you motherfuckers called. So they oh, spared our guests. Oh, no. You set yeah, up the voicemail yeah. box. That's cool. Exactly. Yeah, I was really hoping someone would ask for advice. I think that's so cool. But I really want to give people advice. I don't care about your politics. I just want to hear about your weird like personal dramas or like a weird dream you had and you want me to interpret it for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, see, call in and uh, we, we can, we can hook it up next time. And then uh, hopefully by then we'll have weaseled our way onto y'all show again. So we can talk about tall girl, tall girl. Oh, yeah. what, what's going on there? Yes. yes. We, we will have to break that down soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what's going on on our side of things, Zach? Uh, on our side, we have uh, another episode of 50 Million Flowers coming out. We 
collabed with uh, What a Hell of a Way to Die on yep, this yep. latest episode. Nice. And we talked about a particular someone who is kind of big in social media. His name may or may not rhyme with uh, Clam Drenshaw. <laughs> Damn Scrimshaw, indeed. I was going to say, Clam... Uh, is this like a Spongebob bit you're doing? Uh, you may or no, may not I just... only have one eye. I'm just his like, name may or may not rhyme with solid snake. I'm just I'm three quarters of the way through my list of like ways to mispronounce his name after the episode, so I'm you know I'm running. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm bottom sorry. of the yeah, barrel here. I don't mean to, to bit shame. Yeah. Yeah. As I as I keep on reminding people, my major takeaway from that episode was that we need to stop making fun of the fact that he has only one eye because that's ableist, and we need to start making fun of the fact that his mom died of cancer, because that is just objectively <laughs> hilarious. Holy shit! <laughs> wow, well, I almost no, felt bad about my yeah. one-eye comment until you just told me what I was Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, have, having, having one eye, uh, you know, ha- having a, a body that is, uh, you know, different in any way is fine. It's um, trying to, you know, act like you're a fucking 80s action hero because of that. Yeah. That's when it becomes uh, just high cringe. Yep. And yeah. then I know on Twitch, uh, we're going to be doing Fridays and we're going to be switching up the formatting a little bit where uh, we're, we're just not going to do a movie officially. Um, uh, the last one broke that- us. Pathfinder was too bad. It was yeah. Tur- tur- you know, as amazing it is it as it is, uh, this might come as a surprise to some people. Carl Urban's uh, rich filmography uh, is not as deep a vein as we thought it was. So <laughs> yeah, so we, yeah. we just thought that we might uh, just riff, have conversations, you know, maybe get together and start knocking out some of the stories um, uh, as we prepare for the podcast. Make sure we all are looking at the right docket. You know, real, real high intensity type stuff for us. Mm. <laughs> well, I don't know about y'all, but I think that uh, just about does it for the episode. Okay, bye. All right, guys. Deuces. Thanks for listening to another episode of Psychic Dolphin Garage. Check out our link tree in the show notes so you can join our Discord, watch us on Twitch, and find our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or pretty much wherever you get your podcasts. Word of mouth is still the best way for us to bring this weird leftist show to as many people as we possibly can, so if you like the episode, please share it with someone, anyone, just one other person at your school or office or parole hearing who you think might like what we do. We trust your judgment. Go ahead and also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at dolphin garage our music is provided by amoeba crew find them on twitter at amoeba crew you can find the link to their youtube page in our episode description 